welcome to Two Boomer Women. I'm your host, Agnes Knowles. I've been talking with Boomer women for almost a decade now. (laughs) Well, I guess I've been talking to Boomer women all my adult life. Uh, Reinventing myself several times along the way, though, but always focused on us, Boomer women. With this incarnation of Two Boomer Women, I'll be interviewing other women who have a message of interest for our demographic. If you want to hear about or learn about something specific, let me know and I'll find someone who understands us to talk about it. There's a contact page at twoboomerwomen.com. If you want to be a guest on Two Boomer Women, bring it on. There's an application form at the website, too. Finally, this show is all about conversation. We women know its value. We know how to do it and we must perpetuate the art form. So, let's get started with today's show. Welcome to the Two Boomer Women Podcast. I'm your host, Agnes Knowles. I like hearing about women who have shaken up the status quo. I love talking to them. My guest today caught my attention when she talked about how women put their dreams and aspirations on the back burner for someday. Too many women our age put their dreams and aspirations so far back they fell off the stove into that dark, yucky area behind the stove that never sees light of day. At the risk of sounding shallow, when I went to her website and the first pic I saw was my guest laughing uproariously as she opened a bottle of wine, I was instantly on board. Pam uses the word pause when she talks about regrouping, refocusing, and perhaps most importantly, giving ourselves permission to design the best version of our life. I love the way she ends her intro video, build a life of confidence that is not driven by circumstance. Pam Drzwicki, welcome to the Two Boomer Women podcast. I am so happy to be here. This Thank is gonna, you. Yeah, this is going to be great. Thank you. I have a bunch of questions for you today, but let's start with your fabulous career that you realized had become a hamster wheel and the decision you made that had your dad questioning your sanity. Will you share that with our audience, please? (laughs) I sure can. Yes. Uh, So I had a 28-year career in the insurance industry. Let's go ahead and date ourselves, right, from pool (laughs) secretary. I don't think that term's used anymore. From pool secretary to chief operating officer over a 26, 25, 26 year period of time. And the growth was fantastic. It's what I needed. That's, I grew up in the industry basically, right? But what actually changed it was I hired a coach, an executive coach to come in and help me be a better leader. And during our work together over a year period of time, I started becoming a better leader. And but then also I understood I was understanding that I needed to be a better leader of my life. And I wasn't sure at that time if that career was going to help support that leadership role in my family that I had. So after all of that period of time, I decided to I'll put my notice in and change my career and start Powerful Purpose. And it was funny the day that it hit me. I came home to my husband and I was like, yeah, I don't want to do this anymore. And he was kind of like, okay, what do you mean? And I was like, no, 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 my career in the insurance (laughs) industry. And uh, that's when we started planning what was going to be that next 
step for us as a family. And we were a blended family. So we had very young children and a lot of stuff going on in our lives, you know, multiple houses, divorce, and a whole bunch of stuff that comes when you make that chapter change. And we just planned. We just decided that this is where we were going to go and started working on the process. And here I am. <laughs> there you are. And, and how many years ago was that now then? Okay, so that was, I started, I'm in my fifth year of Powerful Purpose. So it probably was about six years ago that I started coaching, right? On the side, trying to figure out if it was the path for me to take. And it's interesting because the other day, last night, actually, I was talking to my husband and we were going through different things and I have certain goals inside the business. And he was like, you know, money was never a goal for you when you first started Powerful Purpose. It was not. That wasn't what we were looking for, right? We were looking for more of an integration of our life and being able to be there for the kids. So as they get older, that is shifting, right? So the goals are shifting now inside Powerful Purpose. Yeah. yeah. I find too, within my own life business, is, you know, you go to some of these uh, masterminds and, and workshops and stuff like that, and they talk about creating your empire. Well, at this age, I don't need to create an empire. You know, right. I'm really happy to have the community and, and that sort of thing. So now one thing we both talk about is how so many women by mid-age identify themselves as a wife, a mother, uh, mm-hmm. probably a daughter, again, still, or an employee, and, and they can't define themselves as themselves, like a person outside the roles. Talk to us about that, please. Yeah, I find that very interesting, right? Because we spend, as women, majority of women spend most of their life developing ourselves for somebody else. And there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with being an amazing wife or daughter or mother or business owner or corporate executive. There's nothing wrong with that, but that's, that's the path that we go on. And by identifying ourselves as who we are to other people, as that changes, then all of a sudden we start having these little voids like, oh, I'm an empty nester now. So my kids aren't there. I'm still a mom, but I'm a mom in a different way now. And now there's that little void, right? That we we, uh, need to work on to fill, but not feeling guilty around it, around whatever season that, I call them seasons of our lives, right? So whatever season we're in at that time, How do we grow inside that season without letting go of other things? So part of the work that I do inside my community and my individual coaching work is helping women identify who they really are. That's so important. Mm -hmm. And and I think, you know, we're talking about women here. I was thinking this morning as I was prepping for, for chatting with you that, you know, if there's any men listening is you and I right now at this moment, we're talking about women, but especially if men at this age are looking at retirement, they really need to, you know, if they're giving up the nine to five, they really need to figure out who they are as well. Because absolutely, and they're really, yes. really as guilty as, as women in so mm-hmm. many ways, uh, perhaps the job a bit more than I won't even go there. I was going to say parenting and being a husband, but 
so many men identify themselves as being, you know, the executive or the whatever. But um, mm-hmm. now you had success in your previous career. I did. You are having a fabulous life now. Can you just address the difference or how your your idea of success changed or morphed? Mm. Yes, yes. So in my insurance career, success was really, even though money was never a real motivator for me, like it wasn't something that got me fired up, right? (laughs) We all need it. And I did really well in that career. But but based on the insurance industry, we were driven by how many people we were going to help, right? So that that is how I started identifying the success was how many lives are we changing? And by doing that, um, that generated the revenue that they were looking for, right? By, by uh, working in those manners. Now, it was a big, it was a hard decision to leave, like, like we were talking about before, because people like my dad, who were hard workers, like blue collar workers, couldn't understand why would you one that you're making that kind of money, right, by working in an office and answering phones and taking care of things, right? And then you would walk away from it on top of it. And it's cute, because he introduces me to people as if I'm retired. This is my daughter, she retired It's like, Oh, okay. No, I haven't retired. I just shift my gears to my business. So now success inside the business. It's interesting. It's still focused on how many women that I help. But it's more geared to how many women I actually help. And that could mean that doesn't always generate in revenue. So it's almost more like how successful their their transitions are mm-hmm. just reflects back to your your coaching, your guidance, your support. Absolutely. When you get that testimony in, that's like, when I got to work with you, and I was here, and now I'm here, and my life is totally different. And I actually have a boyfriend and a new job and everything seems like, you know, and she's, she was in her mid 40s, that this was all coming together. That is that you're right, that is where that true success is, is hearing and seeing all the transformations that are happening. I'm going to slide a quick aside in here. You talked about your dad and how he was defining if you're not working in that office with the great money, you must be retired. My dad was much, much older than me. And at 26, he was introducing me because I was single and just still working. Uh, He was introducing me as his spinster daughter because he came from a generation when women should have been married by 21. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so it's like, Dad, I'm only 26. I got lots of time. <laughs> <laughs> and and you just look at them like, oh my goodness, right? Like, oh, okay. And you know they mean it in the most most loving way. And he's saying, like for me, like retirement, he's proud of me, but not understanding that. No, actually, I left and started my own business, and I probably work overall more hours than I did, but I'm inside the home and. And managing and managing to balance the life to be with the kids or with friends or whatever is calling my attention. So, yeah, yeah. just a different generation. So that's great. It is. 
Now, you talk about living your best life. Let me say this again. You talk about living your best life ever. Mm. Expand on that, please. Mm. Mm. So <laughs> I love that, right? I really do because it's it it really takes me back because it's surreal. Because where I came from, previous, I call it my previous life, right? <laughs> so I I was married previously, and I had a very difficult marriage in the sense that he was disabled and he was sick and he became an addict, and there was a lot of things that came from my growing up stages. Right. And I, I flash back to even 15 years ago, what life was to what life is now. And it is just truly amazing to me that I'm able to do what I do and feel the way that I feel that it is the best life ever. Cause someone asked me, so how are you? And a lot of times we respond that we're busy or we're doing this or we're doing that and not how you truly are. You're talking about what's going on around you. Right. And that day I said, actually, I am amazing. I'm living my best life. And they were kind of taken back. Like, well, what do you mean? How, oh boy, that must be nice. Right. Like that kind of comment. And I said, yeah, actually, it's pretty fantastic. <laughs> um, it comes down to the mindset of, of what you wake up with. I always talk about, you know, gratitude, not attitude, right? So when you wake up in the morning, how are you going to start your day? And not that everything is perfect in life. It'll never be perfect in life, right? It's the way we address our lives, and what we're going through at that particular time. And I truly believe because of that and everything that my husband and I have worked very hard on creates this best life ever. And for me, having faith at that foundation helps make it even more solid to, to grow even more deeper into the best life. Mm. As you were explaining that, I, I had just a, flash of like it's it's kind of sad that a common response probably is whoa your your best life ever whereas for all of us we should be trying to figure that out if Mm -hmm. we only go this way once you know let's do it in the best way we can that we want that we need all that stuff Yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah making the right choices right like trying to make the best choice today is going to affect what we're going to do tomorrow and sometimes those choices that we make are not easy choices to make like shifting gears in my life back then and leaving my career those were they were big choices to make but but those choices I knew we're going to get me to this place of living my best life ever. Well, and I think perhaps that's where I'm, I'm interrupting you, but that's no. where a lot of our listeners can sort of look at their own lives and say, like, from the time I get up in the morning to the time I go to bed at night, am I making choices or am I just going down this road that's set out for me? And, you know, I've got these bumper pads to keep me on path mm-hmm. um, or am I actually choosing which job I'm going to, you know, who my friends are, what I'm going to do in my spare time, like all those choices that just matter so much in life. Yeah, it really makes a difference. It it truly is, you know, it's that motto of just for today, like just for today, I talk about that too, inside the community as we work on just for today, 
What is it that you want to do? What is that power word that's going to anchor you just for today to make by the end of the day, when your head hits the pillow, you could say that was a really good day. Even if, even if bad things happened, it was because of the choices that you made moving forward. They were your choices of purpose, not driven by all those circumstances that are, that are around you makes a really big difference. And I think just, you use the word circumstances, but that is, you know, when you just let circumstance guide your life. And I guess my most recent thing is, I mean, I've told you I've blurred my background. Everybody knows yes. about Zoom because of the chaos behind me. And yesterday, this is moving week for our listeners, for me, just in case you're wondering where I'm going with this. Um, so my life is quite chaotic right at the moment. And yesterday, just to, because we can't have enough chaos in our life, apparently, <laughs> almost every decision I've made for the last two weeks got changed. So I came in and it's like, I poured myself a glass of wine and I'm stressing and and then it was like, no, okay, let's make a few choices here. Like deep breath in, deep breath out. Let's make a few choices here. And by the time I went to bed, as you said, like, no, everything is cool. It's all changed, but it's now rearranged my way (laughs) so that it's all cool. There you go. Because right. We, we control what we could control and what we can't control, we figure out how we're going to handle it, right? We're either going to give into it and let it, let it like take over us, or we're going to decide that, you know what, that's not something that I could control. So what, what's that say? That's not my monkey or whatever that <laughs> saying is, right? Like I'm staying away from that the best that I can. And I'm going to, I'm really going to embrace as much as I can control and the rest I'm going to kind of flow with it through through whatever circumstances or project or or season that I'm in at that particular time. Yeah. You know, yeah. Mm. and I think too, within control, we have to think about, you know, like our, our inner selves. So not only the stress we're creating for ourselves, but, you know, then how are we responding to the people we care about? You know, mm-hmm. like if if we're out of control in our lives or we're not in control, put it that way, you know, are we bringing not our best selves to the people we love. And I think that's the important part is when we learn how to pause and take a break and put that oxygen mask on ourselves, then all of a sudden people start noticing, like, where are you getting this energy? Oh, she didn't react that way that she normally reacts when I do that. Or, right, like everything, everything starts changing because you're starting to control what you're doing for yourself and how you're reacting to other things around you because you're understanding, yeah, I can't change that personality I can't change that style, but I could change how I'm going to react to it. And all of these things start coming together. And that's what starts creating this best life ever that we could have. There you go. Now, I also saw the term strategic thinking partner. And I think we talked about that a couple of weeks ago when we first met. Does that tie in here? It sure does. It was interesting. The other day, somebody called me a lifestyle architect. I kind of liked that, right? Like like that, that was pretty cool. <laughs> but um, being a strategic thinking partner is somebody that no, not only in your life, but in your business or your career, right? Your personal or professional life. I'm able to help you see things that you would normally not see yourself because they might be too close. 
And you know, when we stand too close to something, it's kind of blurry. So I'm that strategic thinking partner that kind of steps back, lets you share your story of what you feel is going on and then have the right questions to ask you. So we could start strategically thinking about what the next steps are. And that's how that strategic thinking partner works. I find too that as soon as you, you know, if somebody's just unloading, like just getting that off their chest. um, And as soon as you pull out a few positive bits Mm -hmm. and, and it's, I don't know how many times, like in the last few months, just that, is it Baloo from the Jungle Book? I can't remember who even yes. sings it, but accentuate the positive, eliminate the yes. negative, you know, <laughs> and just reframing even. Yeah. And you often can't do that for yourself or by yourself. Exactly. And having a strategic thinking partner like that kind of helps relieve some of the pressure you might be having with maybe a partner or a friend or somebody that you go to all the time and they, and they can't be, they're in the thick of it. So it's hard for them to see what maybe the next step will be. So having somebody outside of everything and listening to what's going on, really, it really does accentuate the positive because you know, when you talk to a friend, if you've been wronged or you had a bad thing at work, they're like, yeah, I understand you should write like, and you get more in that momentum. Yeah. And, and, the, and there's nothing wrong with having that support system. I talk about a dream team all the time, right? And you need different people on your dream team. And I truly believe one of the dream team people should be somebody like a life coach or a strategic thinking partner or a therapist, like whatever, a consultant, whatever you need in your business should be one of those people on your, on your dream team. Well, I'm, I'm going to say too, you said business, but I think in your life in general, because just even as you were saying that, you know, you, you come home from work and you're frustrated with your boss and, you know, you phone up your friend and, blah, 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 and you know, if they respond with, oh yeah, he's an asshole and blah, blah. And it just, it, it's that spiral down into the, the <laughs> darkness and the, the hell hole. And whereas, you know, for someone to say, okay, like, I understand you've got those frustrations, you know, but you know, find some positive. <laughs> I'm mm-hmm. talk with my hands all the time here. Um, <laughs> I love that. <laughs> I love that. Oh, dear. But uh, yeah, just so important. But uh, okay. And, and this might be a good segue. I usually save this question to later on when, when I talk to my guests. But I think in your case, I need to ask this now. Our audience is mostly boomer women. Mm-hmm. What do you want them to think about? What would you say to them to encourage them to embrace their best life as they prepare for this next phase? Mm. I would say, I love the word pause, right? I, I would definitely say just pause for a second and just think about all the amazing things that you've created in your life, right? And who have you been to so many different people, And then give yourself permission to step back and say, okay, this is what I need right now without feeling the guilt of saying, this is what I need. Because a lot of times that I need is weakness or selfish by, by saying that. So I would embrace, embrace all the beauty you've created and then sit there and say, okay, this is the next season and start thinking about what it is that you want, you want that next season to be 
and give yourself permission to do that. I love that answer. I was trying to think when it was uh, several months ago now, but somebody had said that, you know, women at this stage should maybe just start by, you know, talking to their partners or their children or their friends about, you know, what, what they've done right or what their, what their strengths are. And, Mm -hmm. and a lot of people don't want to do that because they feel really sincerely that, you know, like, oh, I, you know, like, yeah, I was an okay wife or, you know, I tried my best with the kids. But when they actually have those people in their life put it into words, they find out that, you know, their partners say, you held this family together. You know, you were the glue for the last 25 years. Or their friends say, oh, my goodness, I couldn't have faced this without your your guidance or your support, you know, whatever. And they get such strong, positive feedback. I love that. Yeah. That's awesome. That's really, really awesome. I, I mean, it's part of a exercise that I have my clients and community members do is writing a letter to themselves, right, about what they've created and how amazing they are and really focusing on what they feel. But I love that other part of it is reaching out to the people that are around you and having them tell, write you a letter or tell you how you, how, how they feel about you is beautiful. That, that is really, I love that. I might have. Yeah, no. <laughs> given the fact that I've just stolen it from somebody that I can't remember who it was. <laughs> Go ahead. But yeah, because as I say, just you, you sort of think you've done okay with the kids, but you remember all the, you know, and especially I find now as a grandmother, it's like, I'm going mm-hmm. like, oh man, I was pretty anal about that with my kids. But, you know, I talked to my kids and they don't remember any of that stuff. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, they remember the positive stuff and the cool stuff and the fun stuff. So yeah, it's it's pretty interesting what we what we dump on ourselves. It is very interesting. I forgot who said this to me, but used to say, you know, I don't have to even bring up any of your mistakes. You spend most of the time beating yourself up about them anyways, right? Like we have a tendency to have such a high high standard for ourselves. And even when we reach those standards, it's not, we, we can't see them. So that is, that's why that exercise is really important to help women at that stage in their life to get on to the next half or more of their life, hopefully, and, and live it in a way that is so rewarding and fulfilling and authentic to who they truly are and just thrive from there so they could go on and create more chapters of beautiful things. I love that. That's beautiful. And and what could create confidence better Mm. than other people saying, here's your strengths on a silver platter. Absolutely. And then you believing what they're telling you is really important as well. Well, Mm. I guess if you trust them to be a life partner and your, your yeah. loving kids and your best friends. Then, yeah. yeah, that's beautiful. I love that. Your mm-hmm. website is called Powerful Purpose. Your yep, community dash purpose. Yeah, we'll get to that. Yeah. Your community is the purpose den. Yes. Talk to us about those concepts. 
Oh, geez. So powerful purpose. I was coming up with names when I first started the business. And a lot of people are like, oh, you should use your name. Like, and I was like, really, Pam Wiki coaching. I mean, I don't think anybody would find me because they wouldn't know how to spell the name. Um, and then I then I was like, you know, powerful purpose is is exactly what this net that next chapter in my life was and what I wanted other women to feel. So that's where powerful purpose came from. And it has just grown into the pillars of coaching programs and my book. And I have a, a powerful purpose weekly planner. Like there's just all of this stuff that's come out of that name has generated so much uh, resources for women to grow. And one of them being the Purpose Den, and that's my community. So everybody that works with me individually comes into the community, even if they don't work individually with me, but just want to be part of the community, they could do that. And the community is a place for really like-minded women to come together. It's, I call it, it's the space for the good, the bad, and the ugly. So you could just share without feeling judged and just go ahead. And you find that the women across the United States that are in the community all are, and abroad, because we have someone in Scotland that's in the community, that we're all on the same page looking for the same thing. Even though the end you know, the actual item might be different, but the end result is all the same that we're, that we're looking for. So purpose den is, it feels comfortable to me, right? Like come into my den, let's hang out, let's talk. So that's where the purpose den came from. Well, I like it in, in, for both two, well, I guess for two reasons, because A is a den, you know, where does mama bear hunker down for the the winter to take care of the babies and, you know, it's just that warm place, mm-hmm. um, you know, where you, you are sort of, I don't know what the word is, but supported. And then in a, in a family home, you know, the living room is where you sit up nicely and, you know, you talk to your friends and you have a glass of wine. The den is where you put your feet up on the furniture and, you know, have a drink with, you know, your best friends and, you know, that don't need the living room. Um, so, so that's right. Great. Yeah. Right. So that's that's the concept of the den is that comfort zone that no matter who you are, you could be a CEO or you could be a stay home mom. Everybody's welcome inside the den yeah. because we're all women. We're all women looking to really live that thriving life that that we really maybe don't maybe don't desire because we don't know about it yet. You know, some people don't know about it. Right. But we deserve, I would say. So that's that's where those two names came from. Oh, that's great. Now, you also have pillars. I do. <laughs> I do. <laughs> Last year, I went through a, a whole big phase. I took everything that that I've worked on for years and I worked with a branding specialist. Right. Like she helps put things together. She said, you have more content than I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> I was like, I love providing stuff. Um, And we came up with the pillars inside the business. And those are my coaching pillars. And it's pause, discover, design, and propel. And they're different stages of wherever I meet you, wherever you are. 
and take you through that stage that you might be in at that particular time. Do most people come in at that, that pause stage? Yes. It's just that growing through the the other. Yes. And the pause is the den. That's that pillar is, is the den. Come on in and pause. Let's meet. Let's understand what it is that you're looking for. Let's get the support that you need. You get me in a group coaching atmosphere, right? Like, so we get group coaching, we get sessions, we have events, uh, we have a community platform where we have discussions, all of that. And that right now is done virtually. So anybody could uh, join the den. It doesn't matter if they're in Canada or wherever, (laughs) wherever they are. It's easy to be part of. It's really easy to be part of the den. That's great. Yeah. It sounds like a, a really amazing community that you, even if you go in sort of with a little bit of trepidation, uh, yes. soon fit right in. And yeah. You could just, you know, a lot of people come in and just sit on the outside a little bit, not, you know, maybe haven't put their feet up yet, or they're sitting on the ottoman and not the couch or you right. <laughs> or peeking in through the door. But soon once you're in there, you'll, you'll understand. You're like, Oh, I, I love this space about self-care. I'm just going to immerse myself in this self-care space right now, right? Or I really need help in planning an amazing week ahead. I want to celebrate. I want to thrive. And they just come to the Friday meetings for 45 minutes and come in and, and be part of it that way. Or they want group coaching. So there's so many different places that they could come in and feel comfortable and utilize what they need to utilize. That sounds great. Now, I always browse through my guests' websites. <laughs> I probably <laughs> click everything there is to click. You have some pretty cool free tools on your website to help a person get started, maybe. Uh, mm-hmm. I have a list in front of me, but I'm going to let you address, just see if you can flip them all off the top of your head. Ooh, okay. <laughs> um, we have a guide to creating a life you love. That's okay. one of them. Right. And do you want they people could go out to the website, click on it. It's free and they'll get get that guide. And they also get a series of emails that help them walk through that guide for them. So it's like a step by step for them. Um, There's also creating your roadmap to thriving which is a beautiful tool that I start everybody off with. And we create your own personal roadmap and we address the eight different buckets inside your life. And you could get that. You could download your roadmap and you could follow along or we could do it together, whatever you feel is comfortable. Um, Three tips for creating more time. I was just going to ask about that one. That caught my eye. (laughs) Yep. So there's three tips of creating more time in there. That too is a download. Every one of my free resources, I give you uh, emails that help you walk through it. So you just don't download it every day for a period of time, depending on how big the, the information is, you will receive an email from me explaining step one, this is what you should do. And every step you have the opportunity to jump on my calendar for, you know, a 30 minute discovery to help you through that process for free. If you're, if you're looking for that, um, there's also jumping down my calendar for a virtual coffee, um, a list of powerful words. Yes. One of my favorites, Uh, a list of powerful words. Every, every single week I pick a power word 
for my week ahead. And that helps me anchor how I want to feel. So if the week is crazy, circumstances are coming at me, I understand that like this week, my power word was faith. So I describe what faith means to me in a power word. And that is my anchor for my week ahead. So that list of power words is exactly that. It gives you some words that you could choose. So you could anchor your week for the way that you want it to happen. There's that one. And is there a line? Is that still on? Uh, Yeah, because I was going to say I wanted to end with this one because after yesterday when everything in my life went sideways, um, how to align your day to find peace in stressful situations. Mm -hmm. If you go ahead and download that, you'll get a little poster that will you could put up in your office or wherever you want as a reminder of how to align yourself. And I'm not going to give you all the acronym of what that is, because I want you to go out and get that poster for yourself. But the first one, A, is affirmations, and it talks about I am statements and everything. And then each letter of a line gives you a different thing that you will will help you align during that process. And I made it in an 8 by 10 eight by 10 or eight by 11 poster. So you could print it off and you could keep it next to you as a reminder. (laughs) So there's that. And there's my monthly blogs and my Sunday thoughts are the biggest attraction. Um, And you just sign up for those on your website. You just sign up on the website for those. Yeah. What is the roadmap to sanity? That is, I have renamed that to the roadmap to thriving. So I have to go back. If it hasn't been changed on the website, (laughs) it needs to be changed to roadmap to thriving. I had it as roadmap to sanity. And I just thought that the word was kind of, hmm, right? People could relate to it, but I really want people to stay in that positive of moving forward and thriving to me sounds more aligning. So it's the same thing. So thank you for that. You see how many different things, right? As business owners, you got to remember to, to change and check and everything else. So yes, that's, that's the thriving roadmap to thriving. That's great. Yeah. Okay. So this is a little bit off topic, I think. Maybe I should before I, I was going to say before we wrap, tell us about, but is there anything we haven't talked about? I don't think so. I mean, I, I have a book out there too. A oh, okay. A book. What's that, that called? Order. It's called hashtag nugget, 28 days to self-discovery. And it is, it was a book that I wrote the first year I started the business. And it's exactly that. It gives you 28 days. Every single day you have you have a question and a challenge, and then there's journaling involved, and it walks you through four different areas in your life. So after the end of the 28 days, you have a better understanding of who you are. And it was illustrated by an artist. So the illustrations in it are like unbelievable. I, I was saying, James, it's only a journal. It's okay. And he's like, you know, he's a perfection. They're beautiful. I mean, just for the storyline of the illustrations, it's absolutely gorgeous. So I have a book out there too. And my planner is available as well. And everything on the website or is it, is the book on like Amazon or? 
The book is on Amazon as well, okay. but the link, everything is on the website under my store. You could get everything that I offer. Oh, perfect. Okay. So before we wrap, <laughs> tell us about the fill the purse with purpose project. That is my love. Fill the purse with purpose started when I started powerful purpose. I wanted to have some sort of give back inside because we were talking about definition of success, right? So I was, uh, I wanted to reach 2,500 women by 2020. And um, I came up with fill the purse with purpose. It's a project. It's not, it's not a charity or anything. It's a project. And what that is, is that I collect gently used pocketbooks and the donor fills them with items like whatever you would want in your purse. Cause you know, your purse is dear to you, right? Like it could be jewelry. It could be gloves, glasses, makeup, books, you know, search books, anything that you think you would want lotion, chapstick on the website. It gives you a list of ideas for fill the purse with purpose under the give back section. And what that is, is the very first year I decided to do it. I looked in my closet and I had so many purses that I only used for one season. And it was such a shame, right? That I started it. So I reached out to the local chair, the local shelter and asked how many purses they would need um, if I were to donate these, donate pocketbooks. And they're like, well, we have eight women in the shelter right now. I said, okay, I could do that. I think I had, you know, a bunch in house and then they're like, wow, that sounds awesome. Can I ask this, you know, this other charity in town? I said, sure. See how many they need. So that first year I had a couple of charities come to me. I put a call out to social media. I need help because I needed more than, than all of a sudden this turned into a project, you know, like a big thing. And that first year I collected 88 purses and oh Yes. And I was able to donate them. So over the past six years, we've collected over 900 purses and uh, delivered over 900 purses to 10 different organizations that we give to. And they are all women-based from women's shelters to pregnancy centers to uh, drug rehab centers to um, halfway houses and, you know, all different type of organizations. And what they do is I give them out at Christmas and it gives them a sense of purpose. And inside each purse, I ask for the person that's get, giving the purse to write an anonymous note. recipient, Kind of like you've got this, you know, something very simple, just so when they open it up, they know that it was for them and somebody out there, is there for them and loves them and, and it's giving them support. So the beautiful thing is, and I'll wrap up because you could tell it's a passion of oh, mine. Yeah, no, no, this is great. It's so cool. I met a woman last year out in, I think she's in Ohio and she sends out these positive cards every, like every month I get a handwritten card in the mail from her people. That's what she does. Well, she sent me 150 cards last year with beautiful, positive notes on them and stickers. And so her drive helped my drive. So I was able to put those notes in my purses that I was giving out. 
so it was such a beautiful thing. And I just picked up another organization that helps with women through sex trafficking. And once they go through their program and kind of graduate, they have a graduation in May and I'm donating 35 purses to the graduates as gifts next year. So that is fill the purse with purpose. So if anybody's interested, it is out on the website as well. I do people ship me purses, filled purses from all over the place. I get boxes, um, but I normally deliver them like two weeks before Christmas to all of my local organizations that, that we donate to. That's amazing. And the thought that came to mind when you were talking about the handwritten note was, you know, if you're in a program, uh, air quotes there, you know that the, the counselors or whoever the staff are, they're there for a reason. They need to say those things. But to get a really positive note from another woman in the community mm-hmm. that's positive, uplifting, you know, I, I, I know you can do this. Just, you know, keep on keeping on. Mm-hmm. It would make such a difference. Yeah. And it was beautiful. I mean, people have donated empty purses to me and then I fill them, but uh, which is beautiful it, because anything is beautiful, but the drive is for people to fill the purses because that's the gift of you going and saying, yeah, I think she would love this and love this and right. She'd love, maybe I'll put some hard candy in there. Maybe I'll do right. Like whatever comes And then my mom and my daughter and my friend and her daughter all get together that night before delivery and we go through the purses and we separate them. And usually I'm delivering about 150 to 180 purses every year so far. So yeah, so that's fill the purse with purpose. Yeah, I like it when the community gets involved just because like your purse and my purse, you know, other than the lip balm and the tissues, probably have all sorts of different things. <laughs> exactly. Them, exactly. So, yeah. mm-hmm. And if we think of it as a gift for a friend, yeah. you know, that's, that's kind of like what I, I tried to describe, like it's a gift for a friend. So what would you put in that gift for your friend if you were giving her a purse? So that sounds great. What a great concept. And yeah, how many of us <laughs> have those purses that it's like, okay, I'm not going to use that again, you know? Mm-hmm. So, yes. Thing. Yeah. So that's another facet of, of powerful purpose. <laughs> oh, that's great. Okay. So, so this is your opportunity. Now the website is powerful purpose, but it's powerful dash purpose.com. Purpose. Okay. Mm-hmm. And you're on social media. I'm everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> I am. I'm on social media. I'm on, yeah, I'm on all the social media website or platforms. platforms. Um, I'm on all of their platforms. You could find me. Um, Most of them, if you put my name in on Google, you'll see everything that I'm on because you put Pam Drizwicky or Powerful-Purpose, everything will show up on Google of, of where you could find me. But the best place is to be connected with me on, you know, Sunday thoughts. And then from there, you could, you could grow from there with the work that I do. And following up on that is I will just add that you told me that 
you found me and our podcast by hashtag Boomer Women. So, yeah, yeah, that's great. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, all the links, I always put them in the show notes and on the page, your page on my website, our website. So, mm. listeners, if you have thoughts on today's show, please talk to us. If you're listening at twoboomerwomen.com, scroll to the bottom of the page and leave comments there. We can be found at Apple, Spotify, Amazon, most places a person would listen to podcasts. Feel free to leave comments there and leave stars and reviews. They help us grow. Before you go, hit the subscribe or follow button and you'll be notified about future interviews with more of my great guests. And share this episode with a couple of friends who are struggling to figure out just who they are these days outside of the mom, wife, daughter, employee cloaks. It's so important that we see ourselves as the amazing women we are outside these roles. And we need to start today. If you want to be a guest on podcast or know someone who would be a great guest, there's an application form at the website. Pam Drizwicki, thank you so much for being my guest on Two Boomer Women today and for encouraging us to pursue and achieve our Mm -hmm. best life ever. I think maybe we need to form a new group called no regrets here club oh i love that <laughs> <laughs> do you see that entrepreneurial mind well, you right? <laughs> um you know like I, I put a note on my my notes here about the no regrets here club and i thought should i actually say that out loud or should i trademark it before i say it yeah <laughs> it's trademarked it's trademark pending <laughs> <laughs> that's right have a great rest of week pam You too. Thank you. (laughs) Bye.